stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. You know, it's funny because ultimately the Jasper Atwal scandal is not a scandal about Jasper Atwal. The, the scandal is about the liberal government and about the prime minister. And A, how was it that this guy came to be part of this delegation in India and invited to these official events? How did they not know who this guy was? Why did they float these conspiracy theories about how it all happened, which are clearly not true? And so how did they allow this to derail this, this India trip? I mean, th- those are the questions. So I, I, mean, I don't really care ultimately about how Jasper Atwal feels about all of this. That's not the point. I mean, the fact is the guy was convicted in 1987 of an attempted assassination of an Indian politician who was visiting B.C. He's part of this Sikh separatist, Sikh extremist movement, or he certainly was. And so obviously that's going to irk the Indian government if we are seen to be palling around with these people. But nonetheless, Jasper Atwal said, you know, he wants to, to give his side of all of this or try to clear the air on some point. So it was a really kind of surreal news conference yesterday. It was really more about this, this lawyer who was representing Jasper Atwal and the fact that uh, he made it clear that nobody in attendance had better ask his client a question. So the lawyer did a lot of talking. Jasper Atwal kind of it was almost mumbling, too. You could barely hear what he was saying, but he read from a statement and then just sat there. And the lawyer was taking questions. So a logical question for the lawyer might be, um, why isn't your client taking questions? And that's what was asked, in fact, by our Global News colleague, uh, Jordan Armstrong. And let me just play for you some of how that went. I, I mentioned to a lot of people at the beginning some rules that we were trying to go, and a lot of people said they would respect that. You might not have heard that. Did, did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? He's not going to answer any questions. Did you hear that when, when we started this? I heard it. You, uh, sorry, and I, as I recall that I said if anybody had a problem with that, they should probably leave. You're still here. Why won't he answer any questions? Why would you hold a press conference if he's not going to take any questions? Um, I think what Mr. Atwal said, first of all, and what was your name, sir? Jordan Armstrong from Global News. Uh, Mr. Armstrong, just out of curiosity, um, you did hear me, didn't you? I heard you. I didn't respond to you. I'm asking you now. You why didn't. Would you hold a news conference? Sorry. Sorry. I just want to. I just want to make sure I'm clear here, Mr. Sir, I, I forgot. Mr. What was your last name again? Armstrong. Armstrong. Mr. Armstrong, I just want to make sure we're clear here. Um, what I said on, I think about three different occasions to everyone who's here right now. Mr. Armstrong from Global News. Yeah, I'm telling you, I heard you. I'm just asking you a question now. Why would you hold a press conference if he's not going to take any questions? Mr. Armstrong, what I said, and I want you to listen to me, and you can ask your question after, and you'll probably get a very similar response, but I want you to not interrupt me if you could be so kind and and just listen to me. Uh, Mr. Armstrong, uh, from Global News, what occurred is that on three separate occasions at least, I explained to the press, uh, certainly on the first two, that Mr. Atwal is not the most um, sophisticated uh, speaker in any sense. He's been devastated by this incident. You're probably extremely comfortable with the camera. You seem like a very confident uh, fellow, but he's not probably the same as you. He felt that he wanted to get his story across, uh, that I could take the questions as his counsel, as he has every right to do. Okay, so... (laughs) Yeah, it, it turned into a bit of a gong show. I think Jasper Atwell would have been far better off uh, sending out his statement to the media if that's all he intended to say. Letting this guy field his questions didn't work so well. 
Uh, let's get some thoughts here from this uh, Mr. Armstrong character, Jordan Armstrong with Global News BC. Jordan, thanks for making some time for us here. Rob, thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Uh, you ever been in anything like that before? You know, occasionally we get into minor dust-ups trying to get information for people, but that was certainly unique in how long it ran. I think that was about two minutes. It probably felt much longer. It certainly was awkward to listen to, wasn't it? It was, and yeah, that wasn't even the, the full exchange. There was more, and then apparently there was a confrontation in the hallway after. Is that yeah. what happened? Yeah, and just to sort of set the stage here, so reporters were notified more than a day in advance about a press conference, and those two words are key, press conference, involving Mr. Atwal and his criminal lawyer. It was being held at the lawyer's office. Again, it was billed to us as a press conference, so all of us reporters were fully expecting that Mr. Atwal would be answering questions. Uh, days earlier, he had done a sit-down interview with the Canadian press at his home in Surrey, so we had no reason to believe he would have challenges telling his story. But after we walked into the room, the cameras were plugged in, the microphones were all set up, the lawyer informed us on three different occasions that Mr. Atwell would only be reading a statement and if any of us attempt to ask Mr. Atwell a question, he said, quote, that's not going to be a very cool thing. So Atwell made his statement. It ran about six pages. The lawyer took questions. And after about 20 minutes or so, I decided I needed to at least attempt to ask the subject of the press conference sitting right there at the table a question. Knowing full well, I probably wouldn't get an answer, but we have to try. And you heard what happened. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, look, nobody is forced to answer a question from the media. If, um, you know, if you ask a question or ask a question to someone, they, they, don't, they don't have to answer. And if Jasper Atwell doesn't want to answer a question, he doesn't have to answer a question. Certainly logical to ask his lawyer, why isn't your client asking questions? And that, that didn't go over so well, did it? No. And again, what was key is we were told this was a press conference. And anyone who works in the media understands that to be an exchange, you know, it's sort of, uh, as one person described, it's a bit like a cocktail party. You, you invite us in, um, we go back and forth, and then we leave. Right. Had we known this was just going to be a statement, there's a good chance we probably wouldn't even have gone. Because a statement is just something we can get emailed. We don't need to go and listen to a guy read a statement if he's not going to take questions. It's not worth the public's time, quite frankly, if we're not going to get really any concrete answers. So we went in believing that we were going to have that opportunity. And once it was sprung upon us that we weren't going to get that opportunity, I felt we needed to hear from him why that was the case. Well, and I mean, yeah, if, if someone wants to say, hey, so-and-so is going to be reading from a prepared statement, uh, you know, at 11 o'clock on Thursday or whatever, then at least, I mean, you can send a camera or send somebody down with a tape recorder. You, you don't really need reporters there, do you? Exactly, exactly. And I mean, Mr. Atwal has uh, a lot of questions to answer. I mean, yep. and as I say, he has done interviews in recent days, and he, uh, in my opinion, quite capably read his prepared statement. So I didn't really buy the lawyer's suggestion that, you know, he has too much difficulty communicating. I mean, the question I was simply trying to get him to answer was, would you vote for Justin Trudeau again? That was my opening question to him. Um, you know, something that would simply require a yes or no, but uh, the lawyer was having none of it. We did, I guess, get some information between the statements and the lawyer. Um, Rishi Gill, the lawyer, of course, did most of the talking. He was quick to say that Atwal and the prime minister 
are friendly, and that's it, not friends. The two have what he says is a professional relationship. Uh, of course, that relationship now in the spotlight, um, he was the trigger man in, a, in an assassination attempt against the uh, Indian Minister of State back in the 80s, uh, raising questions about how he ended up on that dinner invite list with the Prime Minister and other diplomats. Uh, questions also swirling around Atwal's relationship with the Indian government. And uh, let's remember what the Prime Minister has been saying in the House of Commons, relying on his national security advisor. The national security advisor said Atwal was somehow in Delhi because of the Indian government. The Indian government did something to put him there in order to uh, perhaps embarrass the Canadian PM over Trudeau's stand on Sikh separatism. Uh, Atwal's lawyer saying that was false. India had nothing to do with it. Uh, second, the national security advisor, through our prime minister, is saying that Atwal was meeting frequently with Indian diplomats in Vancouver, meeting with Indian intelligence officials. Uh, the suggestion somehow that Atwal, Atwal was a paid informant or a spy. Atwal's lawyer is saying that's not true. So we've got Canada and India relations at stake here. Trudeau says one thing, Atwal says another. Uh, still a lot of questions here. I wish we had more clarity, but uh, no doubt this issue will be raised. Uh, you know, in the House of Commons in the coming days. Yeah, I mean, we did get some interesting answers, as you say, and I mean, at least in terms of how he was able to travel to India, whether he'd been to India previous to this trip, and I, I think that was illuminating, because the question has come up, if if you're going to have this, this kind of an aggressive um, lawyer trying mm-hmm. to, to micromanage everybody, then maybe the response should be, well, okay, see you later, and just walk out of there. But, again, we don't know if Jasper Atwell's going to change his mind and start answering questions. We don't know what's going to come of this. It probably wouldn't have been responsible to have walked out. That's, that was my thought, because, I mean, we, we could have. That, that thought certainly crossed my mind at the beginning. We could just walk out. But you never know. Maybe Mr. Atwell will uh, seize upon a point his lawyer's making and want to wanna open up. So you really can't make that call um, until the end of it. I mean, I, we could have stayed and monitored it and then chose, you know, um, a different editorial way to handle the story. But I, I thought we at least needed to see how it played out. And uh, uh, it certainly played out rather interestingly. Oh, it certainly did. Well, much more globalnews.ca. Jordan, thanks for this. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Take care. Jordan Armstrong with Global News BC so found himself at the, the center of this uh, standoff, this back and forth with Jasper Latwell's lawyer yesterday. Uh, again, it's probably good to have a lawyer to handle your legal matters and maybe have a PR person to handle your PR if you don't think you're up to it. Now, some lawyers might be good at both. Clearly, this one was not. I don't think it helped Jasper Latwell's case much. But again, as I say, it's not really about him. Whether he feels regretful for what he did 30 years ago, I, I mean, it's beside the point. The fact is that, that he was a part of this, this Sikh extremist movement. He was convicted of attempting to assassinate an Indian politician. Right? That all happened. There's no denying that that happened. So it's a question for the government as to how it was that in India, so we're trying to foster relations with the Indian government, uh, that we allowed this guy to be on the guest list for an official reception. So it's more about how the Liberal government handled this, how Jasper Atwell feels about the whole thing. Who really gives a damn, frankly? But yeah, that was that was really quite a bizarre spectacle yesterday, I gotta say. 974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.